Hey, how you doing, Ignite City? Hey, I want to share real quick something that I feel like God brought to my mind um, and my heart and felt convicted about. Uh, I'm up speaking at a high school camp uh, this week, up close to Big Bear. Um, and I preached out of Isaiah chapter 6 last night. And I love that passage um, because it's, it's in that passage that it says that in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. And my whole heartbeat behind why I wanted to preach that message was to make sure that um, students and then everyone in the room, that we're, no matter what we face, seeking the Lord. Um, and seeing the Lord is the most important thing. So when I hit a crisis, notice it didn't say uh, in the year that King Uzziah died, which is a national crisis. Um, it doesn't say how long he'd been dead, but it's still kind of affecting. It's something to remember. It's a memory of what's happened. It's a historical event. But as I saw the Lord, and I want to, I want to keep reminding myself and remind you that as we face those difficult times, the goal should not be to just have the things that God wants to give us, like the blessings that come with knowing and following Jesus, but rather Jesus. And so I just have a heart for that, and and yet I I, I feel like I kind of went up last night, um, just kind of feeling all this pressure uh, to perform. And I haven't had that for a while. And I had to confess it this morning. And so um, even when I got back into my room last night, I just I didn't feel good about the message. I felt kind of, I felt, I felt like I just missed it. I've missed an opportunity. Thankful that I have a lot more opportunities this week. I've got a few more. But I just felt, um, I just felt like I missed it. And so I just started asking the Lord. And I can't say that I, I didn't have some audible voice, but then I just kind of went to the life of Peter. And in John chapter, in John chapter one, um, John the Baptist, um, he sit, he's standing there and he sees Jesus walk by, and he says, "Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world." And two of his disciples were listening to him when he said that. And when John the Baptist said that, his own disciples, those two disciples, went off to follow Jesus. Um, and when you get to verse 38, it says that Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, what are you seeking? Now, when I looked up that word for seeking, um, it's, it's the word or the definition behind it is this idea of to, to look for something with the purpose of truly finding it. It's like to put everything in it um, in order to find it. It's not just to hopefully come across something, but it's like hide and seek. I want to find the person. Um, I want to find something, um, and I won't give up until I find it. And I love the way that Jesus asks the question, and I think I might have even brought this up in a past podcast, I don't remember. But what are you seeking? And I had to sit there and just really wrestle with that, because I just, I mean, I sense the Lord saying, hey, preach this tonight to the students. And But I had to answer the question first, and so I wrote in my journal, what is my answer to this question? And I said, the first thing that came to my mind was peace. And I think that's a good thing to have. And peace comes with knowing Jesus. But then Matthew 11 came to my mind. And that's part of the message for tonight. And so maybe I'm just being reflective on what I feel like I'm going to preach tonight. But I don't have my notes in front of me. But it, it's that part. It's in uh, uh, Matthew 11, I think around verse 28. Come to me. All you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He doesn't just say, hey, I'll give you rest when you're tired. He says, come to me. The invitation is come to me. 
And so then I wrote underneath that, I'm guilty of seeking the things uh, of Christ before Christ. I wouldn't say that that's been my lifestyle, but I feel like maybe even just, I don't know, the past week or so, I'm wanting the, the things that come with Christ rather than seeking Christ. And so I confessed it. I confessed it to Jesus where I, I said uh, in my prayer time, I'm so sorry, Jesus, that I've been wanting your stuff more than seeking you. Guys, for me to expect God to give me his stuff when I'm not wanting more of him, friends, it doesn't work that way. God doesn't want to give me more of his blessing uh, in order that I would want less of him. He wants me to come to him. And so then I wrote in my journal, um, and I, I feel like maybe this is what the Lord was saying. And I always, I, like I said, and I've told, I've told you this before. I tread lightly on saying the Lord spoke to me. Um, I tread lightly when I say that. I believe there are times where He has spoken to me, but I also, I also want to make sure that I'm not taking advantage of that. I feel like a lot of um, there's a lot of pressure, not pressure. I feel like there's a lot of um, arrogance that can be built up in us. When we just say, the Lord said, and I, I believe that he does speak, but when I have a place of influence and leadership, I don't want people to go, well, I'm turning my brain off, so I'll just listen to Brian because the Lord spoke to him. I want to be careful when I say this. So this is just what I feel like maybe God said to me. Uh, and so I wrote in my journal, uh, I wrote this, the question is, what are you seeking, not what do you want? And then I sensed that he took me to Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. And it says this, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And look at, the, look at the statement or the word that's repeated over and over, at least, I mean, three times in one verse. It's the word me. Here God is speaking through Jeremiah to the people of Israel who have been, um, who have been exiled. And he's telling, hey, after 70 years, I'll bring you back. And he, and he says, I know the plans I have for you. Um, but there's that part in verse 13. You see the heart behind why it is that he sent the people of Israel into exile. The heart was that they would seek him. And so to hear that verse, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And in fact, the, the first part of verse 14 says, I will be found by you. I was reminded, it was just a great reminder to hear from the Lord that, hey, his heartbeat is me and me to seek him. Like, he wants that. He wants me. And I just sat there going, God, I want you. And I felt like he was just saying, just seek me. When you seek me, everything comes with me. When you seek my blessings first, you receive them not and remain distant from me. I don't believe that it means that I've lost salvation. I don't believe that we can. But intimacy with Jesus is impacted when I'm seeking his blessings and the things that come with Jesus more than just wanting to seek Jesus, <clears throat> to sit in his presence, to be with him, to walk with him, to enjoy him, to talk to him about things. Even as I'm, even as I'm recording this on my phone, I mean, I'm just hearing birds like crazy. I mean, it's just such a blessing to get to sit outside uh, and I'm looking at these massive trees and all these birds that are they're all, they're all making noises, and then you're seeing squirrels running around, and I'm blessed by this. And what I should be doing is enjoying this with Jesus and not just looking for more ways to get experiences like this. That wherever I am, I'm seeking the Lord and I'm enjoying Jesus. 
And I feel like he said, seek me, find me, I will be found by you. And then the invitation was this, repent and do the things that you did at first. And that's a passage, or that verse um, is from Revelation chapter 2, where he's speaking to the church at Ephesus. And it's, it's easy to look at that word repent and to just feel horribly convicted and ashamed. But the word repentance, it's, it's, invi- it's an invitation to come to Jesus. It's an invitation to turn around or at least give him full, like, our full attention. I don't see it as a, uh, as a condemning word. I see it as a, beautiful, as a beautiful word. It's an inviting word. It's an invitation from God to just come back. And so it was just such a good time for me this morning. This isn't even from, even from the Bible reading plan, but it was a time where I knew I just needed to confess these things to God. But I wanted to share it with you as well as a reminder, <clears throat> excuse me, as we continue to move forward as a church community, loving God, loving people, and making disciples who make disciples, or who, who make disciple makers, I want to make sure that first and foremost we love God and we seek Jesus with everything. And we trust Him with what He wants to bless, with, uh, bless us with, and, but we don't seek the things of God, we seek Him. We seek Him. Um, we want to be about Him, and then everything that He wants us to have and experience and do comes with Him. But when I seek all those other things before Him, I actually lose, I lose passion, I lose purpose. Um, it becomes my thing that I'm trying to do rather than just me simply walking humbly with God. I just love this. And so I I just wanted to share this. I just wanted to share this with you, not as a confessional. Like I just needed to share it to get this off my mind. Uh, I did this with Jesus, but I wanted to do it. I wanted to share it with you. One, I guess, to hear, hey, I'm still in process. Two, there's beauty in confessing and repenting from things. Confessing to Jesus and repenting and coming back to Jesus, my first love. And I haven't. It's not like I wandered off for a long time. It's just been maybe the last week. Um, and maybe it's just the busyness of getting kind of back into the routine after vacation and um, catching up on a ton of things. And But I don't ever want my time with Jesus to be rushed. And I don't ever want to just be used by Jesus without just being in love with Jesus. So I pray that this is a blessing for you. Thanks for being a community um, where I know that I can um, I can be honest and I can be real. And I don't have to fake it because I'm the pastor I love being part of a community that we're just a bunch of followers of Jesus who love Jesus and love each other. And we're broken and we're imperfect and we're fallible um, and we're messed up. And God is good. He's so good and he's so loving and perfect and patient. And so I just wanted to share that with you to encourage you. And maybe you convict some that maybe you're missing out on Jesus because you're just looking for the things of Jesus. You're just looking for his benefits. Uh, even the fruit of the Spirit, and I've gone through these before, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those things become reality in our lives when we're in intimate relationship and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. But for me to long for those things without intimacy with the Holy Spirit is a complete waste of my time. It's a waste of your time. God desires us. He desires our heart. He wants to be our first love. And so friends, I I share this as a reminder, also as a time for me to be honest with you, 
that hopefully will invite you to be honest with Jesus because it's just such a beautiful thing to confess and to repent. Friends, I love you more than you know. I hope you have a great Monday, and we'll talk soon.